Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. With the coronavirus on everybody's mind and life adjustments in light of COVID-19, we want to concentrate today's show on a couple of local ministries and how the virus is impacting their service to our community. My plans are to use this Mid-South Viewpoint feature Tuesday through Thursday each week as a way to provide you with local news and information during this critical state we find ourselves. How can we as Christ followers utilize this threat of the virus to continue our mission as mandated by Christ himself to share the gospel and to love our neighbor? Our first guest is a retired fire chief from the Memphis Fire Department who is now the assistant director of Calvary Rescue Mission. Dennis Rutledge works right alongside of the mission's director, Bob Frutiger, to meet the physical and spiritual needs of nearly 100 homeless men in our city. Well, as we check on various ministries in the city in light of the coronavirus, COVID-19, impacting not only those in other countries, but uh, we're making adjustments to our schedule here in Memphis. One such ministry is Calvary Rescue Mission a ministry that has been in existence almost 53 years. An incredible story, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right now we have Dennis Rutledge, who's the assistant director of Calvary Rescue Mission. Dennis, how are you doing and how are you adjusting with this coronavirus? Well, doing well. You know, the thing that uh, I always have to remember is God is in control. You know, we just have our faith in Him and follow Him. Now, you are a retired fire chief, Dennis, in the city of Memphis, and I know you have witnessed a lot of tragedy and troubling times. Do you recall anything close to what we're experiencing now with this coronavirus? No, I really haven't. And not so much the disease itself as the panic that I've seen and just the the sheer terror that people are experiencing and and just uh, doing everything they can to stockpile stuff so that they can stay away from people for at least two weeks, if not longer. Exactly. I know the president just this week declared that we keep groups of 10 or less and also said this thing could prolong into July or August. Yes, indeed. Uh, We could be in this for the long haul. Hopefully it's going to be short-lived and that the measures that the president is uh, asking us to follow, the governor is asking us to follow, uh, will help uh, abate those problems. That is definitely in our prayers, Dennis. Okay, the Calvary Rescue Mission, as I mentioned, for some almost 53 years has been ministering to men, uh, looking for direction, looking for a home, looking for their identity. Yes, indeed. Uh, one of the things that I tell a lot of our, our volunteers who come, especially the, the youth groups who come, is that when the men come to Calvary, they've lost hope, and we have such great hope to be able to give them and share with them. Are you still able to intake with new people into the mission right now in light of this coronavirus? Well, right now we still are. We have a staff meeting uh, later today to discuss any um, potential changes in procedure. We had considered stopping taking in new clients, but the problem is, you know, even our own people, the ones who are current clients, are out during the day and could be exposed at any time and bring it back in with them. Is there a protocol, Dennis, to check those residents as they go out away from the mission during the day and come back at nighttime? Do you check their temperature, see if they have symptoms of being sick or having the virus? As of this morning, we're only checking their temperature if they're coming in coughing and experiencing exhibiting some of the symptoms, especially the coughing. We can check their temperature very quickly. We've got a, a forehead thermometer. We do require uh, now when they come in that they immediately, before they go very far into the building, once they check in, they have to sanitize their hands. I guess that's something you're doing ongoing, too, I'm assuming with your staff also. Oh, yeah. The staff each day, uh, as after the men leave, uh, are 
sanitizing and disinfecting all of the door handles, uh, the sinks, the toilets, everything, where the men could could have had their hands cleaning and sanitizing the tables, all counters, and then uh, after each meal we're doing so. What additional measures are you taking to minimize the spread of this virus, Dennis? We're just following what the CDC has been recommending, trying to keep up to date with them. There are some recommendations that they've had about distancing. You know, we're trying to limit the number of visitors who come as much as we hate to. That's an important part of what you do there is having, as you mentioned, youth groups outside pastors and church ministries coming and participating in chapel services and other events to minister to the men, right? Right. But for the time being, we're going to try and reduce the numbers that come and try to work with them to help them understand keeping distance. It's just just for the short term, uh, because we don't want them spreading any germs to our men or our men spreading any germs to them. Exactly. Well, Dennis, one of the things that got my attention was your Facebook post talking about the ministry at Calvary Rescue Mission, prayer requests for certain things. And, of course, you're praising God for his faithfulness in providing for the needs of the mission for the past soon-to-be, as you say, 53 years. This is pretty exciting. Yes, it is. And, you know, one of the things we needed to do is uh, we had to cancel our April luncheon, which is our annual anniversary celebration, where we set up the tent on the property and yes. have three to 400 people show up. Uh, but we didn't want to expose our, our friends and our supporters uh, to the possibility of the virus. One of the things that uh, we'll miss, though, is that, you know, we typically rely on that luncheon for uh, donations to come in to help support us, and we'll miss those donations. That always is a wonderful event. I always enjoy attending that time. It also is a great way to kick off the springtime is celebrating with Calvary. Not to mention how good the chicken is. Oh, my goodness, Robert's chicken. <laughs> There's nothing like it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe you could start doing takeouts on that chicken. Maybe that's what you could do <laughs> to get extra support. Robert can start frying up that chicken, and you can take orders. Maybe people can drive by and pick up a, a bag of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to mention that in the, in the staff meeting. Hey, another thing you've asked to pray for is a supply of bleach and disinfectant cleaners that yep. uh, you want them to last because your backup order is all the way to April. Yes, indeed. We went to the store Friday, like everybody else, and tried to get some bleach. Unfortunately, when we got there, it was all gone. We did have a supply already in there for our laundry, so... Uh, we're just using what we've got until we can find some more. Well, I want to use this as a plea to our listeners that might know of a supply of bleach or other cleansers, laundry detergent that the mission could use right now. If you're able to spare and you know of a source to provide this, especially on a industrial level like the mission is serving so many, let me encourage you, Dennis, what, to, to contact you? Yeah, that would be fine. Uh, fortunately, with the, the bleach, you don't want to use a strong solution. You only use a third of a cup to a gallon, uh, and is enough to disinfect. So we're stretching it as far as we can. Something else you've asked to pray for is the supply of snacks for the men to be replenished so that you can continue to provide those snacks every night just after the chapel service. Yes, indeed. When you have 80 to 100 men each night, it uh, they go through the snacks pretty quickly, and we're limiting them. Only one snack per person. Now, again, if you're able to, listener, provide a source of snacks, you can just bring a box or a bag and, and drop them off yeah, at the mission. You could just call, be, be outside. Somebody could probably come out there and pick them up from your car, couldn't they, Dennis? Yes, indeed. We're, we're staff the office, and we're, we'd be glad to come out and pick them up. What's the address of the mission again? It's 960 South 3rd Street, uh, just south of Crump Boulevard. 
Also, we want to be praying for your operating fund to continue to cover all the monthly expenses as you feed and care for these men, as you mentioned, up to 100 men each night. Also, you request prayer, Dennis, for those living in fear rather than faith. I think that's a good word there because there's many people. Maybe we as followers of Christ can help comfort our neighbors who don't know Jesus like we do. Maybe just help comfort them and maybe acts of kindness that can show that there is hope in Jesus. Yes, indeed. You know, this is really and truly a wonderful opportunity for those of us who have faith in in our Lord uh, to share that faith with others. You You, too can have this peace. That's right. That's a good word. And you also mentioned that those who want to make a donation can do so in several ways. There is a secure online donation that can be used. Is that right? Yes, indeed. Uh, Just simply go to our Facebook page or our website, and uh, you can donate online through... uh, we have a donate button on each of those sites. And what's your website address, Dennis? It's calvaryrescue.org. Calvaryrescue.org. And there is a donate button on the website, also on the Facebook page. Or for those who prefer to use the mail, it's Calvary Rescue Mission, 960 South 3rd Street, Memphis, 38106. Something else I think is quite unique and a wonderful way to contribute to the ministry, you can designate Calvary Rescue Mission as your charity of choice. How does that work, Dennis? Well, both uh, Kroger Groceries and uh, Amazon have us listed as, as one of their um, one of their uh, charities that they donate to. They have a certain amount of funds. It doesn't take any more money away from you, but they have, from their profits, they donate uh, a percentage of what you buy to us based on their profits versus what you buy. And... Uh, we get a pretty good check from them quite often. Now, let's remind our listeners that calvaryrescue.org, calvaryrescue.org is the web address. Also, look up Calvary Rescue Mission on Facebook page. And, Dennis, is there a phone number if somebody wanted to call and say, hey, I've got a supply of cleaning supplies, I've got a supply of snacks, and I want to bring them to you? Is there a number somebody could call? Sure, you can call 901 775 2570. And uh, you can drive again. The address is 960 South 3rd Street. You make your way down. It's a wonderful facility. You're enjoying the new building, right? So it's been a beautiful yes, space that you have now. Yes, indeed. We've been in the new building a year and a half. And it just uh, had one guy tell me uh, after we'd been in the building about two weeks, said, Chief, i got to tell you, heaven's going to have to go some to be better than this. And I just told him I guarantee you he would know the difference. You're going to know the difference, right, Dennis? <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Well, Chief, God bless you, my friend. I appreciate you. You are always a, a kind man to me. Many times you'll find traffic accidents in the morning, and you'll text me, hey, there's an accident you know, here and there you might want to pray for or let people know about. So I appreciate your listening to Bot Radio Network and being a friend to us. Well, and I appreciate your ministry in doing so, and and praying for those in, in the accidents, and especially praying for the first responders. And we need to remember our first responders during this time, because they're making calls on these people. I read this morning in Chattanooga that uh, one fire crew was exposed to the virus, and they've been put up into the training uh, facility. And they've been quarantined in the training facility and unable to go home. Well, our prayers for those men and others, as you mentioned, our first responders who we value and appreciate so much, not only in the state of Tennessee, but especially right here in our Memphis community who are serving us. Dennis Rutledge, God bless you, my brother. Thank you so much for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom. Thank you for joining Bot Radio today. Well, thank you, Byron. God bless you. 
As we continue on today's Mid-South Viewpoint, and before we visit with our next guest, I would like to give you this update from the Shelby County Health Department. Shelby County currently has two confirmed COVID-19 cases. The second case is connected to the first. There is no evidence of community transmission of the virus at this time. However, case numbers have increased throughout the state to 52, increasing our level of concern. As of today, 36 people in Shelby County have been approved for testing by the Tennessee Department of Health State Lab. That number does not indicate testing by private labs. Yesterday, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee urged every school district in the state of Tennessee to close by March 20th, 2020 and remain closed through March 31st, 2020. Now let's continue our show today with my next guest. My good friend, Dr. Carolyn Bibbs, is the founder of Creative Life Preparatory School. She's also the president and CEO of Creative Life Incorporated. She joins us right now. Carolyn, how are you making your time through this coronavirus? Well, I'm doing the first thing that I know to do, and that's praying for our safety, our protection, and that God would intervene in what is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And we want to see him intervene, too, in our city. I noticed that you posted something on Facebook that concerned me, and I wanted to bring our listeners' attention to this. And you said, heads up, y'all, people are knocking on doors claiming to be census workers and are robbing the people. Do not answer the door. The police are overwhelmed with calls due to this virus, so please be careful. The census can be completed online or by mail. Do not answer the door. Please share with your family, friends, and on social media. And you didn't say this, but also share on Bot Radio Network what we're doing right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Dr. Bibbs, this is a reality. People are literally robbing people from supplies by posing as census workers? That's so true. That's so true. Even here in South Memphis, I don't know if the two is related because our organization is in South Memphis. Someone broke in a house of a 70-year-old woman and abused and raped her. So we've got to be careful. People are afraid. They're frightened. And they're going to drastic means to get what they want and what they need. Yes. We need to ask God to suppress the evil that righteousness would prevail Pray for our police department that they will be strong and healthy. We need a good police force out there taking care of these things and that God's people can minister where they're called to. That's so true. And we minister first, just right in our immediate area. We minister to those that are closest to us, but the the ability to pray goes beyond our walls. Oh, yes. And our building and and prayer supersedes everything of the enemy. Got to pray. Got to. We got to pray. I'm, I'm trusting this is going to drive all of us as Christ followers to a deeper prayer life, a deeper dependence upon him and going into our prayer closets and looking to him to answer and to meet us in such a time that we are in right now. I, I want to go back to the mentioning about the census for our listeners. As you mentioned, if somebody comes knocking on your door saying they're census workers, do not answer the door. Do not give them answers or participate in what they're trying to do. That is not the way the government takes census. The 2020 census is happening right now, and you can respond online by phone or by mail. You can go to 2020census.gov for details. That's 2020census.gov for details. But please don't be uh, misled by those who come to your door saying that they're census workers. Right, Carolyn? That's so true. That's so true. 
Well, talking about faith, we're talking about how our prayers are helping each moment of this uh, crisis that we're in. Talk about the adjustments to the students' normal school routine that are being made to help with their studies. You're not having classes right now. Right. We will. It seems that we'll be out until April the 6th. We're following the mandate of Shelby County Schools. Uh, We're setting up online courses for our children. They're not in place, but our teachers are looking close into it. It started out being just a spring break, and now it it might go until July even. They're, they're kind of making hints that school might just not uh, start again until July. So we've got to be on guard. Our, our children are the ones that will suffer the most. The educational part, Uh, We feed our children three meals a day. They're going to miss that. And just the nourishment and the spiritual support that we give as a Christian school, they're going to miss that too. So we're really praying for wisdom, and uh, our staff is is short. We're here cleaning and sanitizing um, because we want to be a healthy place for our children and our families. Yes, Carolyn, why don't we, for our listeners who aren't familiar, maybe new to Memphis, new to listening to Bot Radio Network, that are not familiar with Creative Life Preparatory School, why don't you give us a little insight to what the school's all about? Well, um, we started our school after um, years of being in the uh, Memphis City School with after-school programs. I noticed that a lot of our little boys were kind of like falling between the cracks. And I answered a call to start a, a, a small private school to help our children. And so that was probably about 25 years ago. And we continue in our community as giving kids hope first. They can't learn or, or have the involvement that they need in education without having hope. So the only hope that we know is our hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we're a Christian school here in South Memphis. We work with kids from all over the city, all over our community, and we uh, have enjoyed doing so. Dr. Bibbs, you mentioned about the adjustments the kids were having to face by not taking classes right now, looking to implement through some possible online classes. But you mentioned the importance of those three meals a day because many of them come from low-income families, families that aren't able to provide a nutritious meal like they would like to for their kids. So are there ways that you're able to still provide food or other services to your kids, even though school's not in class right now? Right. We um, attended a meeting. We really didn't attend the meeting, but we we were part of a conference call from uh, the Tennessee uh, Department of Education, and they were talking about ways and means that we could uh, serve our kids without having to bring them here. So we're researching that and seeing what we can do. And uh, uh, one thing I know, parents are not going to leave work to bring their kids to eat. So we're researching that to see if we are able to provide meals for children and, and 18 and under school age children. What would you say is the biggest need right now at the school, Carolyn? The the greatest need is to get the kids back into school. That That's the greatest need. They're going to suffer more than anybody if they're not, um, if they're not able to receive the education and the quality of life that's here for them. 
if the online school or the online classes gets implemented, are the students prepared with computers at home? Are they able to receive the online courses? Well, the way I understand it, um, the, they can either access the Internet through their game uh, or, you know, or just through just going to Google.com. And uh, it, it's um, the very detailed uh, process that we have to go through to prepare our parents and the children for getting the classes. Well, Carolyn, you mentioned, and I know you're a woman of faith, you mentioned prayer as we began our time together. Where in Scripture do you find strength when you're tempted to fear? Um, Psalms 91, uh, 23rd Psalms, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Second Chronicles 7, that says, If my people who are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. And that's what we need. We need our land healed. We need the coronavirus to go away, for lack of a better term. Yes. We don't, we don't need that. That is such a good word there, Dr. Bibbs. Another impact of the coronavirus, Carolyn, is a very special time of year as we move into Easter, celebrating the resurrection, because typically Creative Life Preparatory School puts on a major production for the entire community at Easter time. Yes, we do. But this year, because of the mandate to have, well, in some instances, 50 or less as a crowd are gathering, and all the cancellations of big events. We're not going to be doing ours now, but we're going to prepare for it later in the year. Keep us posted when you do that so we can get the word out. An incredible way. I mean, this school is much more than just reading, writing, and arithmetic, which is foundational to any student. We know that. But you provide so much more. They learn who their identity is in Jesus Christ. They learn how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They learn about their gifts and their, their skills that God has given them that they can give back. You have some incredible students, and these students graduate with honors. These students get accepted into top universities all over the country. Yeah, I was with one of the young ladies that came through this program on Sunday, and she had a book signing on Saturday, and I wasn't able to attend. And I see more and more of our kids just reaching out to do amazing things, and that's because they found hope in Jesus Christ. Oh, my. That's a great word, Carolyn. Mm -hmm. Listen, are there specific supplies or food items that could be dropped by the school to help the staff and teachers and the students as as you try to coordinate and look into how you might be able to provide maybe a feeding program, maybe delivering food to students' homes? Would there be items that would be helpful you could use at the school? Well, I would say non-perishable items canned goods, uh, box goods, uh, even if we can't pass them out, it would be, uh, if we can't go out with food, it would be so good to be able to save for someone that calls that we, we can put together some non-perishable items uh, for you to serve to your children. So it that would help. Okay. And maybe even cleaning supplies, too, if people could... Oh, yeah. uh, 
Yes, cleaning supplies, which are hard to find right now. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> Somebody's got them stockpiled somewhere, and they're just being greedy right now. So we pal. we pray that that spirit of greediness will be released, and they'll, they'll give you those cleaning supplies. Yes, 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 yes. Dr. Bibbs, remind our friends if they wanted to bring by some uh, non-perishables or some type of cleaning supplies to the school, what's the address and how can we find you? Okay. The address is 1222 Riverside Boulevard, Memphis, Tennessee, 38106. We're in South Memphis. If you're coming out Parkway, we're right at I-55 North or South, and then um, just down Riverside almost to Mclemore. Our number is 901-775-0304. And also, what's the web address so people can learn more, discover more of how the school operates and even some of the productions, past productions that you have produced, videos are online that people can look at? Right. Uh, you can go to YouTube and Google Carolyn Bibb or Google Creative Life Incorporated. Our webpage is creativelifeinc.org. And uh, we're on Facebook, Creative Life Incorporated. Uh, Creative Life Preparatory School, and I'm there on Facebook. If you want more information, just hit me up. God bless you. Dr. Carolyn Bibbs, my dear sister, thank you for what you continue to do for Christ's kingdom through the ministry of Creative Life Preparatory School and all the work you do through Creative Life. We appreciate you joining Bot Radio today. Thank you. Thank you, Byron, so much, my friend of many years. God bless you. Well, friends, again, don't forget now the address to the school is 1222 Riverside Boulevard. That's in South Memphis. You can Google that and put it in your map quest and make sure you can stop by. If you've got those non-perishable items and supplies for cleaning that you could drop off some extra, or you could call the school again, 901-775-0304. Is that number right, Carolyn? That's correct. All right. Well, friends, we'll continue on with more information as ministries are making their way through this coronavirus. Again, our appreciation to Dr. Bibbs for joining us on this portion. Thanks for being a part of today's Mid-South Viewpoint. If you have a story to tell about your ministry responding to the needs during the COVID-19 outbreak, let us hear from you. Email me at btyler at bot, B-O-T-T, radionetwork.com. That's btyler at bot, radionetwork.com. Hopefully we can make your news a part of an upcoming show real soon. As we say goodbye, remember Psalm 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Keep reading the Word, keep praying, and keep listening. Thanks for joining me on today's Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. <music> 